Hey Goal Getters, this is Kristen Guile, and on today's episode of the We Got Goals podcast, you'll hear me talk to Allison Rutberg, who has been a friend of A Sweat Light for going on four years now. Uh, she came to us as an ambassador, and now she is one of our favorite community members. Uh, when she's not hanging out with us, she is the founder of Wellness for Everyone, which is a Chicago wellness company building strategic partnerships to help fund arts and educational opportunities for Chicago students. So she came up with this idea when she was 25 years old, sitting on a friend's futon in New York in what sounds like your very traditional quarter-life crisis, and realized that she wanted to do something with a very personal meaning uh, towards her life. And she's always been passionate about movement. She's got multiple degrees in dance and she's a yoga teacher. And she stumbled upon this idea for helping connect funding resources with the Chicago public schools because a lot of those programs are really underfunded. Uh, In particular, she told me today that uh, physical education is the most failed class in Chicago public school high schools. And only 66 cents per student per year is budgeted for physical education. So she and Wellness for Everyone are really committed to providing opportunities to all of the Chicago public schools, which is over 600 schools and I think she said 360,000 students by creating programming for them and also through their monthly fundraising events called Sweat for Our Schools and several other initiatives that you'll hear us talk through in this podcast. So enjoy listening to Allison. Uh, I think you can hear the smile in her voice throughout the entire episode. And we look forward to seeing you guys on our next episode of We Got Goals. Yeah, I said I'll be on the road. I'll be back. I'm just reaching for a goal. So don't be upset. When Hi, I'm listeners, and welcome to today's episode of the We Got Goals podcast. I'm Kristen Guile, and today I am chatting with Allison Rootberg. She is the founder of Wellness for Everyone, which is a Chicago wellness company building strategic partnerships that helps fund arts and physical education opportunities for Chicago students. So a little bit about Allison. She completed her MFA in dance and integrated media at the California Institute of the Arts. And she also has a BFA in dance and a BS in interarts and technology from University of Wisconsin in Madison. She has taught and developed programming for grades pre-K through 12 for over 100 Chicago public schools, and her work has been presented throughout the United States, Canada, Denmark, Germany, Ireland, Italy, Mexico, and the United Kingdom. Allison, that's a nice little bio. I feel so fancy hearing all of that. Well, thank you. (laughs) On that last part, Allison, where it lists where all of your work has been presented, I think that is where I got really impressed. Um, That's awesome. You've done so much already. Thank you. It's funny because whenever I look back at my bio or like list something on social media about my past stuff, I will get messages from my closest friends and they're like, when did you do that? What was that? (laughs) Oh yeah, that happened like 10 years ago, but it was me. (laughs) Yep. Still me. Still all those achievements. Um, Allison, welcome to the We Got Goals podcast for not the first time, but the second time Uh, you were on the podcast. Gosh, when was that? Was that like January of 2018? Somewhere around there? Yeah, it was like a year ago. Yeah. And you did one of our live podcast episodes uh, talking about diversity and wellness. Yes, it was a great experience and I'm happy to be back again. And Allison, we've known you for 
how, uh, how long now at a sweat life? How long have we been friends? That's a really funny question. I'm like, I don't know. I think I, when did the ambassador program start? Four years ago? Three years ago? Yeah. Yeah. I think four years. So I would say we've been friends for four years. <laughs> it feels like longer. Do you remember how you first found a sweat life? Yeah. I actually taught a sweat life event with Chicago Paddle Company. It was a stand-up paddleboard yoga event, and that was my very first experience with a sweat life. That's amazing. Uh, I remember that event, but I I wasn't there. I just remember, like, planning the logistics of putting it on. And now look at you. Now you are an ambassador and one of the most vital members of our community, I would say. Well, thank you. That's very kind of you. Flattered. (laughs) That's what we do on the podcast. We flatter. Well, I'm blushing on the other end over here. (laughs) Well, I know I just ran through your biography for listeners who haven't had the good fortune to take either stand-up paddleboard yoga class or another type of workout class from you. Um, Tell us a little bit about what we could not find in your bio, what what you do that is maybe not listed in those beautifully written four sentences. Well, I think most people know that I'm from Chicago. Um, those from my childhood and family know that my whole life, I've always been super active. Uh, since I was about three years old, I got involved in dance and I went to college and grad school, uh, to pursue my dance career. And then when I was about 25, I was sitting on my friend's futon in New York and I just felt like this childhood dream of being a dancer and a choreographer and touring the world was amazing but I felt like I was supposed to be doing something else. And I didn't know what that was. And it was pretty scary because my whole life had kind of like built up to this point with this plan. And I just started applying for jobs and digging into arts education and arts advocacy. And that ultimately led me to what I'm doing now. So I got super involved in yoga and meditation and running and paddleboarding and all the different studios in Chicago, and then building this community and partnerships to really help provide more physical activity opportunities to students in Chicago public schools. What what kind of needs have you seen um, in the Chicago public schools specifically in terms of physical education and arts education? So when I moved back to Chicago 10 years ago, I just began teaching dance classes because it was something I was familiar with. And as I started working in schools, it really shocked me that a lot of schools didn't have art, music, dance, or theater classes. And so it really began as just like a passion to provide arts opportunities to schools. And then as that was evolving and more funding was being provided for arts programming, I started to notice that there were a lot of students and teachers also who needed other types of programming. So a focus more on social emotional learning, um, self-awareness skills, really just an opportunity to feel inspired and joyful every day. And so we expanded our programming to include yoga and meditation and mindfulness. And then um, this past year, because we've just been so active in um, really listening to 
to principals and teachers and social workers and being on the ground, but then also meeting at central office and like hearing what the CPS mission and vision is and realizing that this year our focus is physical education. And physical education is actually the most underserved program right now. So they have the least funding and the most need. And you've actually jumped ahead to something that I did want to ask you about anyway. So let's get into um, the two big questions that we ask each of our guests on the podcast. So let's start with the, the first one. We'll go in order. Tell us about a big goal that you've had in the past, why it was important to you, and how you got there. So my big goal in the past was to just create a new source of funding for Chicago public schools. Being involved in a lot of different nonprofits and teaching in the schools, I just realized everybody's going after the same grants, the same um, CPS school budgets, and they were really limited. And then this was around the time for me when corporate wellness was becoming super popular. Yeah. And I was like, wow, there's like so much funding in corporate wellness, but what's the motivation for all of those employees? Where's their community connection? What if we could inspire um, employees in Chicago to work out and make healthier choices because they knew that that was going to benefit a student in the city. So we started creating all of these different relationships, which definitely had its challenges because most companies yeah. like HR and PR don't work together. What are you talking about? Yeah. And we're like, well, why not? Why can't all of these people work together? Why can't corporate wellness be connected to school wellness? And so the first big goal was starting Wellness for Everyone, having my own company, and then developing these relationships and this new source of funding for schools. That must have been so, I mean, this company does so much now. And it's so impressive to imagine you starting it and like standing at the helm by yourself. So you must have built a really great team right from the start. Yeah, now that we've, so this is our fourth year in Chicago Public Schools as Wellness for Everyone but it's my 10th year working in Chicago public schools. So oh a lot of the teachers who work with us have been working with me for over 10 years. And a lot of the schools that we're working with, we've had relationships for over 10 years. And so it's interesting because my work feels like a family and a friendship and a community because it really evolved out of just building relationships with people in the city and looking at what the problems are and how we could come up with solutions together. And so I don't know, it sounds corny, but I'm like, it kind of just warms my heart. Like last night we had a meeting and it wasn't an exciting meeting. There were like six of us um, getting together to organize all of our receipts for the year for like accounting. Oh my God. But like, that sounds like the worst type of meeting. <laughs> exactly. I came home and I called my mom and I was like, mom, I just had the most amazing meeting. Like we were supposed to just be doing receipt organizing um, just in case we get audited or something. And I was like, and we were just like laughing and talking about all these different things that have happened this year and what's about to happen. And it was so much fun. And we, and it's just like I'm hanging out with my friends and we're doing work, but it's so much more than that. I love that. And I, I want to come back for sure to the idea of community in terms of wellness for everyone's mission. Um, but let's move on to the second question that you already sort of touched on with physical education. Um, 
what's a big goal that you have for the future and why is it important to you and how will you get there? So our big goal this year, and and we think of it as school year. So for us, it already started, but it will carry on through 2020, is to expand to all Chicago public schools. And how many is that? It's over 600 schools. Okay. (laughs) So, I mean, a pretty huge leap because in the past we worked with over 70 schools, but 70 to 600 is a a significant change. I think that's what they call like 10xing in the startup business. (laughs) (laughs) So, yes, it's 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 a big goal, but... My whole life, I always kind of had these big ideas and people were like, I don't know that that's possible. And I'm like, oh, well, watch, here we go. (laughs) Why not? Yeah. So um, the reason that we wanted to provide programming to all schools is because, I mean, it's pretty obvious, health and wellness um, and physical activity is great for everybody. And, And we are called Wellness for Everyone because we want to provide resources for everyone. And so by focusing just on the schools that were the most at risk, at need, underserved, is still a huge priority. But we were like, we need to provide resources to everyone because what we're doing is for everyone. Mm -hmm. And then, so you were nice enough to do homework before this and you you wrote out your your answers to these questions for me. Uh, and this is really shocking me. You, you said that physical education is the most failed class in Chicago public school high schools. Is that right? That is a true statement. How so, do you think that happens? Because it, in my high school experience, PE was like, you were a living body in the room and you passed. So I... I have a personal opinion on what it is. I don't I don't know what the real reason is. We're mm-hmm. we try to focus more on what the solutions could be sure. instead of getting to the root of the problem because sometimes the root of the problem is very frustrating. Yeah. Um so um so my personal opinion is that there's a lot of issues with physical education right now. Um, one, students are not comfortable changing their clothes and moving oh, their bodies. Yeah. I personally think that with the expansion of technology, people are just getting really disconnected from their bodies and don't want and don't know how to move and how to interact with other people. And that can be really scary. Yeah. So providing opportunities for students to be more excited about what their PE uniform might be and more importantly, what they might be doing in that class and what that looks like. Because physical education, it could be an infinite amount of options. That could be a dance class. That could be a yoga class. We could meditate for an hour and it would still be um, counted towards those hours, which is awesome because there's so many solutions to what that could be. Right. Um, In our city, there are a lot of schools and students who just don't have opportunities that um, I would say the average adult living in the city is usually pretty shocked to find out that there are students who have never been in a pool and students who have never been 
to a workout facility and have never been on a treadmill or a bike mm-hmm. or just like things that we kind of take for granted. Yeah. And then you think about like, I don't know, pretty sure everybody I know has one type of exercise they don't like and another type that they really do like. Yeah. So if they're not even having an opportunity to try different things, how will they figure out which ones they like? Yes. Yeah. We always say that like the best way to find a consistent workout routine or to implement one is just to find what you like to do and do it. And like, don't worry about whether you look goofy or whether it's like the trendiest workout of the moment. If it brings you joy, then you're more likely to return to it day after day. Absolutely. And it's interesting because I feel like a lot of people think about physical education and connection to sports or becoming an athlete And it's more about just being physically active and healthy and improving your well-being Mm -hmm. and developing relationships with other people and yourself. And so giving um, students just tools to succeed in life and feel good about their bodies moving in space and living in this world is really important. Yeah. Yeah. Now more than ever. Um, I think that's an amazing mission. And I love that you guys are focusing on physical education. And now that you mention it, like, you're right. I'm thinking back to my time in high school, 15-ish years ago. And, like, we had units surrounding different sports. Like, everyone got very excited for the badminton unit because, like, you weren't going to sweat. And, like, you didn't have to shower afterwards. Or, (laughs) you know, just that's the way that it was organized. But I feel like as the fitness industry has changed, like, there's definitely a lot of room for modernization in the physical education space, too. Mm -hmm. Let's switch tracks a little bit. One of the ways that we know wellness for everyone, especially in the A Sweat Life community, is through these monthly workouts that you guys host. Um, and I know they come with some amazing swag bags that everyone gets very <laughs> excited for. Um, can you tell us a little bit about those events and like what the idea behind them was and how you found partners in the fitness community? Absolutely. So our monthly events were created because we lost some grant funding. And I was like, whoa, we need to fill that gap. And we could host monthly events. We have all these studios that keep asking us how they can be involved. Let's just host a monthly workout. So we um, call the events hashtag sweat for our schools. Mm -hmm. And we host them once a month at a different studio in the city. And Uh, There were really two reasons. So one was fundraising and we had lost some grant funding and wanted to fill that gap. And the the second problem I was trying to solve is in year one, we were all about developing these corporate wellness programs that were funding school programs. And we wanted opportunities for our corporate clients and our schools to come together. So these monthly events were an opportunity for people to come work out with us, meet teachers in the school and do something together because it was hard to get employees from companies out to schools and schools into the city, into these companies. And this just seems like an easy solution. And it ended up building into its whole own thing, which is very exciting. Um, We have an entire team that is just devoted to these events. So they do have extensive swag bags (laughs) with all of our sponsors. So every month, um, anyone who comes to the events gets to try new health and wellness products. And then now each month comes with an incentive program. So it's kind of like a gym membership. So every month you can go to the studio of the month and work out and hang out with other wellness for everyone supporters. 
And, um, and all the money from all of this just goes back to Chicago Public School Programming. And something we're super excited about this year because the model has really changed. So in the past, it was seeking out the schools that really needed these programs and getting them weekly programming and then having these events once a month. And now we continue to do all of that. But as we expand to all schools, what we're offering um, to a lot of schools now are these pep rallies and field trips. Oh. So we're starting to bring students into the studios to get that professional workout experience as well, which is so cool. They must feel like rock stars, like getting to come and like get personal attention from trainers and like see all the cool equipment and all the fancy places. That must be so much fun. Yeah. So we started them at On Your Mark yeah. last month. And when I walk into On Your Mark in the, the West Side uh, on the West Side location, yeah. like I feel like I'm a pro- professional yeah. athlete and superhero. So I was like, I was like, we need to start there because I want like the moment these students walk down those stairs to feel like this is a really big moment for them. Yeah. Uh, that's a great way to kick it off. Yes, yeah, so we're we're very excited about that, and we've been getting great response from um, students and staff and studios and other studios wanting to be involved, and so we're looking forward to expanding. Oh, I can't wait to see where you guys go with that. We, we sort of touched on this a little bit earlier, so I want to circle back to it, but I think one thing that you've touched on with these monthly workouts is that people want a sense of community in their lives, whether they're gathering for a fitness class or gathering for a cause that they want to support, like they want to make those connections with other people. How have you guys been able to harness the power of a community to further wellness for everyone's mission? I think from the beginning, we really set this foundation that everything we're going to do is going to be about self-awareness, building community, and creating inspiration. And so every time we're planning a monthly event or a school program or what whatever our, our new opportunities are, they're all rooted in those three pillars. And so I think by us approaching it that way, it really attracted a group of people and those people could be, those people are our school staff. So our teachers at the schools, the principals, the social workers, the clerks, there's like a lot of people involved just on school staff, but then also like mentors, consultants, friends, family, volunteers, interns, and then really just a community that's coming together to work out with us. And what we found is Every time we have a monthly event or we work in a new school, people feel that energy and want to be a part of it. And we want them to be a part of it too. I love that. I've also been doing a lot of research into just fitness industry trends in general. Um, And we're seeing a lot of findings that show, I'd say, two main things. One is that workouts are becoming much more social. So it's becoming like a activity that people do with their friends that maybe replaces, you know, happy hours or dinners out. And then the other one is that people are looking for more ways to work out at special events um, like fitness festivals or like these charity classes instead of doing regular classes or their own solo workouts. Um, has Wellness for Everyone like seen any of that reflected in your attendance um, that people are coming with their friends or that they're coming because they want something that's a little more elevated than their regular workout? 
Well, we wanted to encourage people to come with their friends. And for the last year, there's been an option on our ticket sales that says partner promotion, which we recently realized that people thought that was for corporate partners only. And I was like, no, no, that's like workout buddy, like bring a partner. (laughs) So we have not been able to track how many people are bringing friends with them. We have changed that. So now we will be able to track that for 2020. Um, in general, we agree that that's a trend that we're seeing and it's something that we want to be a part of. When, um, when we founded Wellness for Everyone from the very beginning, we said we were like, we're not going to do a gala because we don't want to encourage people to come out and drink and party for wellness for everyone. Like it just didn't make sense. So being able to provide regular opportunities for people to do something that would feel really good for them, but also give back to the community was important to us. And so that's what we try to do with, with our monthly events and fundraising events. And also I feel like that's kind of the way I've always approached health and wellness. And I've ran uh, two Chicago marathons and I'm like, I don't even know how many half marathons right now, but a lot. Didn't you just come back from one? Yes, we just, we ran uh, Seawees, the half marathon in Vancouver. Oh, so fun. It was awesome. And as I look at all of these races and events that I've participated in, I'm not running them to win the race. I'm running them to have fun with my friends. And the first race that we actually ran as a wellness for everyone team was in New Orleans. And Hannah and Nimbe and I literally crossed the finish line holding hands. Oh my gosh, <laughs> my heart. To us, it was like the race was about going to New Orleans and having a fun time and finishing a race together. And that's what we want. We want to share those types of experiences with our um, supporters for sure. Oh, I love that. Uh, there's a lot to be said for the power of like running a race just for the, the fun of moving your body instead of trying. I mean, there are times when it is exciting to go after a certain time goal, but you're right. It's also just about like sharing that experience with your friends or with, um, supporting a cause that you really care about. And the essence of all of that is what we've been pumping into these pep rallies this year. We were shocked to find out that most of the schools that, (laughs) so when we go and lead a pep rally, my first question is, if you've been to a pep rally, raise your hand. (laughs) And students don't even know what a pep rally is. Because if you think about, if a school doesn't have art, music, dance, theater, or a physical education teacher, they don't have sports teams, so they definitely haven't been to a pep rally. (laughs) And... So just to kind of explain and share an experience of what a pep rally is, we don't need to have a pep rally for a specific team. The team is you. You are the team. You're the most important player. You're the most important person in your life. And like, how can we all come together uh, to help share that positive energy? So we've been working uh, with Brett and Jason at Live Better to create these Um, kind of like ignition moments to get people and students specifically excited about moving their bodies and being a part of physical education programming. Has there ever been like one workout or one pep rally or even just like one interaction with a student that has like really made you feel all the warm fuzzies and like, yes, I am doing this for a purpose. And like, here I am seeing it succeed in real life. Any success stories? 
So we have a lot of success stories because I've been teaching in schools for 10 years. <laughs> so um, what I love now is a lot of students who are a part of our program and have gone off to college now and some have graduated college, they'll come back and volunteer at our fundraising events. And just to know that they still want to be a part of our programming means so much. Yeah. And if I was going to pick like just one person, I always have to give a shout out to Vicki because <laughs> Vicki and I met when she was in high school and she was one of the most difficult students I have ever worked with. And I was not going to give up on her <laughs> and I was going to keep pushing her until um, she found her way. And she actually ended up becoming class president at her school and going off to college and she's in med school now and she comes back and volunteers at a lot of our events. And it's those personal connections that were a huge foundation for us creating our programming. Something that a lot of people don't know about us is our whole budget revolves around $4 per student, oh making God. it really affordable to sponsor programming for any students in the city. So every class only costs $4 per student per hour, which is a, a pretty small amount of money. So we have um, sponsors that are students at DePaul. And then obviously we have larger sponsors at a much larger scale. But I will remind us that we are trying to reach 360,000 students. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and we would love all of those students to have more than just one hour of programming per year. So, so there's a lot of opportunities and we're just going to keep plugging along to get everyone moving. Uh, and speaking of those opportunities, the holiday season is a, a popular time for giving. So is Wellness for Everyone doing anything special this month that you want our listeners to know about? We are. So we launched our Give Back Gifts. And so for the month of December, we have opportunities with Mayal Lifeway Addison Ashland Florist and Imperfect Foods. So some people might be familiar with those companies. If you're not, they can um, just head on over to our website or we'll link to them in the show notes. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Or social media. And basically, um, companies that are interested in giving back to Wellness for Everyone are providing opportunities for our supporters to do some shopping either in-store or online uh, with a give back to Wellness for Everyone. So we're super excited about that. And the give back gifts are launching now in December with those four companies, but they'll be continuing annually. So we'll have um, like featured give back gifts each month now. That's awesome. So you can shop and do a good deed at the same time. Exactly. And then I want to wrap up with like what your ideal ultimate vision is for wellness for everyone. Is it that you've eradicated all of the, the problems with public uh, physical education or like what is your big dream for wellness for everyone? My big goal and vision for Wellness for Everyone is that we will provide opportunities to all students in Chicago and also build a very vibrant, exciting community of supporters who just want to be happy and healthy in the city. I love that. Well, I think our audience is right in line with 
those types of people. So I know they're going to be so excited to hear from you. And if they're in Chicago to attend a upcoming sweat for our schools event. So will you remind us, Allison, where we can find you and wellness for everyone on the internet? Yes, you can find us at wellness, the number four, every, the number one, Com. We're also on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and LinkedIn and all social media outlets. Amazing. I will make sure that we link to those in the show notes so that people can find you and learn more about the, the Give Back Gifts program and hopefully uh, meet you in real life at an event soon so that they can know you and love you as we do at A Sweat Life. Well, thank you so much, and I look forward to meeting them too. Thank you, Allison. Girl, I said I'll be on the road. I'll be back. I'm just reaching for a goal. So don't be upset when I'm not around. This podcast is a sweatlife.com production, and it's another thing that's better with friends. So please share it with yours. You can subscribe anywhere you get your podcasts, and if you have the chance to leave us a rating or review while you're there, we would truly appreciate it. Special thanks to Jay Mono for our theme music. To our guests this week, Allison Rootberg, thanks to Ryan Deffitt for editing, and an extra special thanks to you, our listeners.